Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Can't preach with Rashad. Here with another episode, another sermon, and uh, we got a guest today. Uh, no strangers to the podcast, DJ man. What's going on? What up, dog? I appreciate y'all having me back, man. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, we, we talk about the NBA today, man, and uh, it's right around the corner. I think uh, next week, you know, uh, opening night, October twenty second, I believe. And uh, we go, you know, LA Clippers. Uh, you know, we'll start. I think New Orleans and uh, Raptors. I can't remember who else to play, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun season. We gonna we gonna unpack a lot tonight uh, uh, for this podcast. Uh, Rashad, what you got for us, man? Man, the NBA came back around so fast, man. Like the summer flew by. We had so many crazy offseason moves, as far as free agency trades, all kind of stuff, man. So with so many moves, man, what are y'all most excited to see from the offseason to? So now, like, who are y'all most looking forward to seeing as far as a team or a player? Like, what are y'all most looking forward to? Honestly, man, um, probably the Lakers just to see kind of how that's all going to uh, – how they're going to coexist. I mean, we know we know individually, you know, how talented Anthony Davis is. LeBron is LeBron. You know, he makes every team he's on great. Um, I'm just curious to see how those two are going to work together. I mean, I, I feel like – they're both really unselfish guys, so they'll complement each other. But I'm just curious to see, you know, not just how they coexist, but how the Lakers coexist as a unit. Um, I mean, they're already getting the – they're already basically the title favorites, man. And um, I really just want to see how everything's going to play out this year. And uh, honestly, I feel like it's championship or bust. If they don't win it this year, then, I mean, that's it's not going to be a good look. So, we'll see. That's fair. Uh I'm looking to see how how Toronto uh, bounce back, you know, without their star player Kawhi Leonard going now. Um, do we see do we see an emergence of Siakam? Do we see, you know, because the, the team's still there? They try to replace you know Kawhi with a bunch of a bunch of three and D guys, but you know, obviously you can't replace that talent. But can somebody emerge? Can 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 Van Fleet step up to the plate? Uh, do we see OG step up? It's it's kind of like I, I want to see how they bounce back, you know, from being champions and. And trying to show the world that like, it wasn't just all Kawhi, you know, we all, we also had a hand in it too. So uh, that's kind of what I want to see as well. And I'm looking forward to the Sixers, man. They uh, they brought in Al Horford, so they don't really have any real shooting or a playmaker like Jimmy Butler to get you a game winning basket. So I want to see how Ben Simmons develops. Can Embiid stay healthy? 
how did this all affect Tobias Harris, who prefers to play the four, but now he's going to probably end up playing more three with Joel and Horford up front. So I think they're in for a real interesting season. And then they made the trade to get Richardson to Philly as well. So I want to see if he continues to develop and can Brett Brown kind of get the Sixers past that, that second round uh, projection. Yeah, that's going to be crazy because they, 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 they let J.J. Reddick go and uh, decide, you know, let's, let's go Al Horford and Doc Richardson. Like, they, it's still big, you know. And like you said, Tobias Harris being, being more of the four, now you got to play the three. I don't know. I don't even know what kind of small lineup they can go because T.J. McConnell's gone from there now. Uh, so they got. I think they got to rely on guys like uh, you know Zaire Smith, who was banged up a lot last year. So the Sixers, they Elton Brand, you know, I know he know what he's doing, but I, that's I still was scratching my head when they got out hope because that was a surprise team. <clears throat> and then they paid everybody, so they're really gonna be stuck as far as like building the team out. Should have kept. Should kept my boy Marquette folks. I should have did. Man, we'll talk about uh, him later, man. He, he, he might still be a bus. Yeah, chill, chill. All right, but now we're going to go into our, uh, a two of two. So we, we got a couple of little topics, and we're going to discuss, um, you know, two teams that, you know, that, we, that we're going to ride with, two, two players that we ride with this season, uh, two teams that we think can flop, and then work our way to our, our, our Western Conference and Eastern Conference predictions and championship predictions. Um, last year, DJ, you know, you know your boy was right when, he, when I said the Bucks and the Nuggets. You know they had two good seasons last year. Uh, my boy Middleton was an All Star. I kind of put him on the map and said he was going to be. You know I was I was looking for him to emerge. And granted, he might have he might not have been a true All Star, but he got in there either way. So um, you know I kind of I feel pretty happy about my guys my my picks from last year. Can't be mad at that, man. I mean, see. Oh, man, see, I, I'm gonna I'm be nice because it's on your podcast. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna <laughs> be nice today. But nah, man, I, nah, you, 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 you know, you called them right. Uh, although my Spurs ultimately kind of handed it to the Nuggets, we, we're not gonna talk about that. But um, you know, I feel like the Nuggets will be another team. You know, I think I think I think they'll take that next step forward this year. Honestly, um, I mean, they have all the pieces back. They're only gonna get better. Uh, Jokic, Jovic, however you say his name, I always get it wrong. Um, he's a stud. We all know that. Murray's going to continue to excel. I mean, they've got the right pieces in place, man. Um, now it's just about, you know, those guys growing up a little bit more and um, figuring out how to take that next step. Yeah, exactly. So uh, two, team, two teams we're going to ride with. So, uh, DJ, you can start first with two, uh, two teams you got. Okay. I mean, I got to go with my Spurs, man. I mean – it's only right for me. I just feel like, you know, with, with DJ being back, uh, Derek White, you know, getting that Olympic experience, I think that's only going to help him grow. Uh, a lot of people sleep on Brent Forbes. I think he's a, a solid guard as well who can knock down three ball. Um, shoot. I mean, our big men speak for itself. And I also think Samanich was a, a super, super underrated draft pick, man. I, I think he's going to be great for the Spurs uh, for years to come. And honestly, man, I just think from top to bottom, I think the Spurs are really complete, man. And I think that a lot of people are sleeping on them just from the fact of everything that's been going on with, uh, you know, the Lakers picking up AD and the Clippers getting PG and Kawhi. Um, And that brings me to my second team, the Clippers. Um, I think that's a team that's going to be, you know, a force to be reckoned with. 
Um, I mean, you have three of the best on-ball defenders in the NBA with Patrick Beverly, Kawhi, and Paul George. And I just feel like, I mean, you can switch the one to – probably one to the three, and all those guys are going to have fits. Now, I'm not saying that Patrick Beverly is going to be able to go, be able to guard LeBron or, you know, KD or Giannis or whoever, you know, if he gets switched on them. That's not what I mean. But I'm just saying as far as scrappy defenders who are very versatile and can guard different positions – I'd I'd hate I'd hate the matchup against the Clippers if I were most NBA teams. So those are my two. I can agree with that, man. Because the Clippers, they uh, when you got two of the best wings in the league, and plus Doc Rivers, he loves defense. Based on you know what we saw with him with the Celtics, with the KG and the Big Three era, man. So that's that's not a bad pick for the Clippers and the Spurs. Of course, they're gonna always be the Spurs with you know Pop. And they brought back Tim Duncan to be assistant coach and stuff like that. So I can agree with that, man. Um, my first team, I'm rolling with the Indiana Pacers. You got Victor Oladipo in his prime. Um, they brought in Malcolm Brogdon. You have Miles Turner. You have um, Sabonis. They brought in TJ Warren. TJ Buckets. Yep. They, they brought in Jeremy Lamb. So they just made so many moves. We were just talking about the Sixers. They brought in T.J. McConnell. Um, they drafted Goga. So they made so many moves. Plus, they had, like, just just the depth of both holidays, Justin Holiday, Aaron Holiday. If you need somebody to spell some minutes, you still have Doug McDermott. You have T.J. Leaf. So they have so much depth. Uh, they've been a 48-win team the last two seasons. I think this year – all the depot should be healthy, and with so much depth, I can see them making a, a leap to the uh, the fifty win club and probably the East Finals, depending upon how the seeding shakes out. Um, I expect the All Star year from Oladipo, and depending upon how their bench looks, they they could end up having a good six man a year candidate because everybody can't start. And then I want to see what happens with the Turner-Sabonis um, situation, too, because they, they both kind of play the same position, and they can't play together. So one of those guys, probably Turner, could get traded, and they could bring in a, another piece, and that'll probably put them over the top. And then my second choice, I won't say it was a tough one, but um, I went with the Sacramento Kings, man. Um, De'Aaron Fox, he, was, he didn't make the USA team. I'm not sure what was going on with that. They really, they really weren't going to probably use him in the right way anyway. But I expect the, a big leap from him. He could probably have a chip on his shoulder because, you know, a lot of other guys like Lonzo Ball always get all this, this press and whatnot. But I, I think De'Aaron Fox is going to take a, take a big leap. You have Buddy Hill, who's probably, what, a top three to five shooter in the league behind Steph, Clay, probably KD. So I think he's a, you know, great shooter. They have uh, Bogdanovich, who's going crazy. Over the summer, Serbia, baby. Yeah, he was going crazy in FIBA. I think he'll have a great year as well back in the NBA. You got Bagley. He probably won't take a huge leap, but I expect some, you know, some growth in this game. Trevor Ariza, uh, Harrison Barnes, that's your depth. You have Dwayne Detman, good size. And then you also have, uh, you know, the project that is Harry Giles. I want to see how that turns out. So, you know, I think the Kings are loaded. Um, far as a playoff run, I can see it happening because the West is so loaded. All it'll take is an ankle injury here there for somebody, 
a blown out ACL for somebody. Of course, we don't wish injury, but you know the Kings they can be right in the thick of it. The West is about 10, 11 teams deep, and I can see the Kings being one of those eight teams standing at the end. Who they gonna replace though? That's my question. Yeah, that's the yeah that's the question. Like who you who you gonna take out? Because if we say the Lakers make it, you know, if we if let's say you know assuming health, you know the Lakers too talented, they should make it. So they take they already taking on somebody. So who else can the Kings take out? Oh, I got you. Stay tuned. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, bet, bet, bet. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna jump right on your bandwagon, uh, Rashad, and uh, with with the Pacers, man. And I was on I was on last year with, with, when they got a little depot and stuff. But what they did in the offseason was was amazing. You, you you already alluded to it. Now my thing is though, um, that Sabonis and Miles Turner can't play together. Uh, because you have to think they both can shoot the ball. So it's not like they, they don't create space. I mean, they don't create, like, you know, clog up lanes like a like an NB and Ben Simmons did or, you know, uh, things of that nature. But Miles Turner can shoot the ball, play good defensive bonus. You know, he's an international big, so, you know, he can get – he can pass the ball, get the, everybody involved. Um, but the big thing about what the Pacers did, they made sure that their team was equipped to lose – Oladipo again, like if if the if the if the point that he gets hurt again, or he's not the same guy, or he or whatever the case may be, bring in an all around player like Brogdon who can control the control the uh the offense, can can guard the best the best guard on the uh, on the team, and he can shoot the basketball, you know, do do a bunch of different things. Uh, he's pretty he's he's a he's young, but he's pretty like he's like a veteran already, uh, for Brogdon. But you know you got like you said all the depth. This is this is this is exactly like the Raptors last year as far as depth concern and and they don't have an issue with that they can send bodies at the bodies at the bodies, um, and you got one of the you got one of the most underrated coaches like Nate McMillan is is like he know he know what he's doing from an offense and defense standpoint and um, I have a lot of faith in the Pacers this year I believe that if they're if they they are healthy that they can be the East Finals and. As far as on paper, they should be the third. They should be the third best team in the East, uh, behind the Bucks and the Sixers. Um, and I think it could be that it could be that one star, and then somebody emerges that we don't think that we don't know. And Miles Turner is is up for the task. Um, Brogdon can can turn into a you know turn board to a star. You got Jeremy Lamb who can put points on the board. TJ Warren, like they got so many guys that they can score now. Like last year versus Celtics in the playoffs, what was the reason why they lost? They didn't have nobody who could score points, uh, you know. So now T.J. Warren, you got Jeremy Lamb for that. With Brogdon, like you get Old Depot so much help, and and the Pacers should be right there in the thick of things. Um, and my other team, I'm riding with I'm riding with the Rockets, man. Uh, James Harden and Russ together. I, I I don't understand. People don't think that you know they they can play together or whatever. But this Russ Russ with, with shoes around him is like a dream come true for him. Um, OKC never put shooters around him, and he had a you know he had a force a lot, and same thing with James Harden, he had a force a lot because he got you know Chris Paul who always banged up, uh, the inconsistencies of Eric Gordon, you got Capella who who really just you know defensive and he's not gonna get you nothing down low you know in in the, in the paint, but now that you now that you got Russell Westbrook that takes a lot of load off each other from uh from from past seasons. Uh, they can take nights off now and and can still trust that the other team can win the game because they they've done it their whole career so far. Uh, and I think two moves, three moves that are really underrated for the Rockets: uh, getting Ryan Anderson back 
you know, to, to be a space the floor, especially with Russ and James Harden, because guys cannot leave Ryan Anderson because he, he, he will make Nightful. a shot. Um, Tabo Cephalosha, bro, that is a – that is what they missed when they got rid of Trevor Reza. They didn't have that 3 and D guy who can – you know, uh, who can who can lock up somebody? I, I almost I won't say lock up, but you know, slow somebody down. Uh, he's like six seven, six eight, very long. And since he left OKC, OKC went to Utah. He's he's been better a better shooter um, since he left there. Uh, so he can be fit right into that system. And you know, of course, Mike D'Antoni will give him the green light to shoot, even even though he should probably shouldn't that much. But and one more underrated move, Tyson Chandler. Man, I think I think he saves them because sometimes. So Capella just ain't it, you know what I mean? Like he just he just sometimes yeah. so, like you know what I'm saying. But sometimes he give you he give you a twenty and twenty night, then other nights he just give you four and and five, and you be like, come on, we're paying you too much money. And I think Tyson Chandler is a good is a good safety net if that if that has to happen where Capella gets banged up or he just he does not himself, and you you got somebody who who who's been the defensive player of the year before, who. Who's a veteran, champion, all that stuff like that, and I think that can help this team team a lot of well. Uh, I think I think Rockets will probably end up being the one one seed. Not saying that they're the best team in the West. I don't think that just the uh, you know Mike D'Antoni is a re- is one hell of a regular season coach. Um, you know when it comes down to it, it's it's hard to prepare for the Rockets. You know on a day in and day out basis, but you know they probably can get the one seed. And when it comes down to a series, it's all gonna depend on matchups, but. Um, I think I think I'm riding with Rockets, uh, especially as a, at least a second round team in the playoffs. I can agree with that, man. I'm I'm howling the Rockets too. That that Russ move with you know him and James plus that D'Antoni system, man, it's it's almost too good to be true. It's tailor made for each other. Man, my my only question concerned about the Rockets is they giving Russ the green light to shoot threes, man. And, <laughs> Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if he, I don't know. Some nights it's gonna hit, other nights it's gonna be bad, and you know, I just don't know if that's a smart thing to do when you have Eric Gordon and you have James Harden next to you and Ryan Anderson. Why would Russ shoot, you know, more than three threes if anything? Like, I, I understand the Anthony system to get, get shots up, but we gotta take some smart shots too. Like, I believe he'll be playing so fast, like, and the floor be so spaced out, he'll probably get the most dunks he's ever had because he'll be blowing past people on the fast break, or he'll be, oh, definitely, or he'll yeah. be dishing it out, getting 10, 11 assists a year. Facts. Do y'all think, do you, do y'all think Russ can go for, uh, four years in a row with a triple double? Uh, in this system, no. In, I mean, more, I mean, in, in the system, in, in the system, yeah, because they'll be playing so fast, and like, I, I feel like he'll, He'll probably rebound more than James will. Like, if anything, James' numbers will probably slow down a little bit. You know, I think Russell will probably still stay the same because for what to work to me, D'Antoni's always been like a point guard-driven type of dude. So, like, mm-hmm. Russ has to have the ball, at least. And James the better shooter. So, if you don't want Russ taking that threes, you got to let Russ run like Nash, even though I hate Steve Nash, NBA-wise, <laughs> in a way. I don't hate the person Steve Nash, but if he'd be overrating the hell out of him. But, like, if you let – Westbrook kind of run how Nash used to run with the Suns, and you let you have James running the wings, spotting up hitting threes, and Gordon spotting up hitting threes. Ryan Anderson, I mean, that's tailor made for Russ's game because these are the most shooters he ever played with since he had KD. Now, by say rebound is gonna be way easier because Peter Peter Tucker they they, they power for it, so and Russ they about the same size. Well, PJ Tucker's bigger, but I mean height wise, definitely height wise, height wise, yeah, height wise, yeah. yeah, they're 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 close to the same height because PJ's only six four. Well, yeah, PJ a five hundred, boy. 
Oh no, nah, that's 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 Charles Barkley without the jump shot, <laughs> without everything. Well, yeah, that too. The defense is there. Bar- Bar- Charles, defense, Bar- yeah, Bar- yeah. Barkley didn't play defense. I was like, right, right, yeah, right. Tucker is everything. Barkley, you know, Barkley was everything except defense. Tucker got defense, nothing else. Facts. He's well, he, that's, that jump shot's coming along. I mean, yeah, jump it's coming shot's along. coming along. Anyway, he has to. That's just me, you know. He has to. Absolutely, that's the way the game's going. So I mean, you got to add something else to your game. Otherwise, I mean, defense. I mean, don't get me wrong, being being. Being great at one particular thing in the league is fine, especially when mm-hmm. you get a defender. But at the same time, on the offensive end, you have to give something. I mean, damn. I mean, look at look at Andre Robeson, for God's sakes. I mean, that dude's been in the league, what, five five years now? Six years yeah. now? And he still can't shoot the same as like, I don't even think he can shoot a mid-range jumper at this point. Yeah, he got paid $10 million to play defense. And – ain't no wrong with that chance. I ain't, I ain't, ain't no wrong with that chance. <laughs> nah, I ain't mad at Y'all him either. Y'all I ain't mad at him either, but OKC tried to put him as a, like a, a corner a corner specialist, and he can't hit nothing. So I'm yeah, like, I, I don't. That was trash. Yeah, I was say at least develop a drive game to where you know the uh you you got Russ playing off ball a little bit or something, and like you know one thing, yeah, you're right. The the one trick pony definitely definitely can't work. Facts. So I mean, you know, it is what it is. But um, as far as Russ goes, I feel like Russ shouldn't have a problem averaging double digit assist again. I agree with that. However, the rebounding, I just feel like I don't think Russ is going to average 10 or 11 rebounds a game, not with Houston. I just don't see that because Clint Capella is a good rebounder. Tyson Chandler is a good rebounder. P.J. Tucker is a good rebounder. I mean, you have several guys that can rebound. The only guy that could really rebound in OKC was Steve Adams. I mean, Jer- Jeremy Grant, I mean, okay, I guess. But as far as like a, a great rebounder, Steven Adams, who else? That's, 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 that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I just think you know, with the with the with the more more possession that you're gonna get, you know, because you know the seven seconds or less system, you know, that just that just provide more possession. It's, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a balancing thing. You saying I got more guys can rebound, but you, but if, you, if, we, if we got ten more possessions to rebound, you know, I can get three more rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Like that just it, it just how it is. But um, I see a lot of you know I, I saw a lot of people keep kept saying that they don't see how they can work together because they both had the ball in their hands. It's like well, duh, because they got nobody else and. You know, and that's yeah. and that's what and that's what's gonna happen because like even, you know, the everybody want to always knock out Jay Harden for the playoff success, you know, success. But it's like, okay, when when Jay Harden needed his guys the most, you know, he didn't have anybody. You know, Chris Paul was was bad for games one through five, showed up game six. Eric Gordon was uh was was good one through five, didn't show up game six. So it's kind of like with Russ, you know, he coming. Like what if he he he, he might not score a lot. You know, he might have a bad game scoring wise. But you know he's coming. He's going to make some kind of impact on the game at some point. So that's what I like about it, and that's why both of them can definitely, like, you know, coincide together and, and can, you know, try to win a championship. They, they, they probably won't, but, I mean, they can try to win one. I won't count anything out with them, man. Um, it's true, though. That's true. The league, the, Honestly, I feel like this is the most wide open the league's been in quite some time. And, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, the Lakers look pretty good from top to bottom for the most part. The Clippers look pretty good from top to bottom. I mean, there's the Nuggets look good. I mean, there's I, I'm not sold on the Jazz, but that's that's that I can say that for later. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, anything can happen, man. Uh, I feel like if they can click on all cylinders, like like I believe they can, then I don't know, man. That could be a team that you know mess around and, and sneaks in the uh, conference finals or maybe even the finals. Who knows? Yeah. All right, let's move on to two players that uh, that we're going to ride with. Uh, this season, um, I'm gonna let y'all go first because I got I, 
I don't want to take some, some something away from y'all. So go ahead. You talking duos? Nah, uh, two players you just want to ride with, like you know, like whether it's uh, like 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 for me last year when I said Chris Middleton, uh, like I want to see him emerge. I want to see him do this, do this, and do this. Uh, like do, do you have any players that like you know that you want to see something from this year, or you think can that will emerge to an All Star level or or something like that? I gotta go to Jonte Murray. I've always been an avid Murray fan. I think I voiced that when he got hurt. I'm voicing it again now. Um, I mean, he's been working on his jump shot. He's been adding more elements to his game. He's, you know, working on being a better passer. He's a great defender. Um, I just feel like with his length, his athleticism, and his potential, man, I, I really feel like he's going to end up being an, uh, a perennial all-star at some point. Uh, would it be this year? Maybe not. But I, I do see him having a major jump in his numbers from a couple years ago. I mean, towards ACO, you know, last year, unfortunately, in preseason. Um, but I really feel like he's, he's a guy that's going to take a big jump. And next guy, um, that's tough, man. That's tough. Um, we can come back to you if you yeah, want we'll, to. Yeah, we'll come back to you on that one. Let me think of a second. <laughs> yeah, like Murray, I mean, I think he's going to be good. But I'm always skeptical of guys that first year off an injury – and then plus with the Spurs having so much, you know, like they, they got to try to figure out so much. They got so many damn guards. Yeah, they got to try, they, 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 like, it's going to be probably Pop's hardest, but could be his best coaching job because they have so many new pieces to try to figure out. Like like last year with uh, White and Forbes, all those guys kind of coming along so fast, and you don't want to draft it, kill then you're going to get Lonnie back. So Pop may have his he, – he's going to have his job cut out for him, but – He's pop. He's one of the best coaches we ever seen. So he'll definitely figure it out. Uh, my two players, I'm rolling with Jason Tatum. He won't have Kyrie, you know, hogging the ball. Um, he'll have Kimba, who's same mold as Kyrie, same tier, same level as Kyrie. Despite what the NBA experts, quote unquote, will tell you. <laughs> so Brad Stevens system, he's familiar with it. I know he's been working with Kobe Steele, stuff like that. So I think Tatum um, could be in that most improved player category. Um, he's starting to trend toward his contract year. So it's time we start seeing some growth in this game. So I expect a big year from him. And then my second player, I don't like guys coming off the injury, but I'm going to roll with this guy just because he's just a freak of nature. And that's Chris Das Porzingis. I'm, I'm looking at. When when he's healthy, I mean, this guy can be 20 points, eight boards, two blocks, and then he'll be playing with Luka, who can take the load off of him. And the Mavs don't really have a lot of expectation this year, so they can kind of work him back in slow. Um, so normally I don't go with guys off an of injury, but I'm going to roll with uh, – I'm going to roll with Porzingis. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely like Porzingis. I think the – I think him and Luka with, you know, with – with uh, I think with Courtney Lee's there, and and Tim Hardaway like they they got they got guys who can uh, put the ball in the basket so that's gonna be something fun fun to watch because uh, a lot of people forgot about Porzingis and that's you know it's only been one year a lot of people forgot about him yeah I don't care if you um, put him at power forward or center he gonna be you, you, yeah, he, he should be ranked in your top five at most on positions yeah easily um all right so I kind of went a different direction and it's kind of a it's kind of a you know a kind of a, a fold all together or whatever, but 
I want to talk about the impact of the point guard position that we, that we're going to see this season. And I, I kind of had a hard time picking picking just one, but I want to. I got a front runner for it, but I just I just want to mention to y'all like the the impact that they're going to have. Um, and that's is it? That's that's Lonzo going to New Orleans. Um, Ricky Rubio going to Phoenix, and uh, D Rose going to Detroit. Um, when you when you when you look about what 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 all three teams needed, uh, you know, to me, I think Lonzo is a culture changer. Um, when he before he got to the Lakers, the Lakers were one of the worst teams in in, in assist, in like passing the ball and stuff like that. He got there, we went to a top ten team. We was one of the worst teams in defense. He cut, he got there, we was a top ten team. Uh, despite being sorry, you know, despite having a losing record and stuff like that. So with Lonzo on the court, he just changes everybody. He makes everybody better around him just by you know, just being there. And he makes passing contagious. Um, I think I think with him, him with alongside with all those guys that got in New Orleans, Zion, Drew Holiday, especially, uh, he's gonna make he's gonna make everybody games better. Uh, you gonna see Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday, he, he can play more of his natural position position, which is the two guard. Uh, and you have you have Zion who like Lonzo gonna find him in fits. Like if, if Zion went to any other team where he didn't have no good point guard, Zion probably wouldn't be as good as he will be this season. Yes, he's a great talent, but you know it, it's gonna be it's gonna be easy for him because Lonzo gonna find you know good positions for him to to to, to score e- easy positions to score. Um, and I think I think on both sides of the ball, Lonzo Lonzo could be one you know could be could be one of the best. Um, you know I very I very high on him. I didn't want the Lakers to trade him because I knew how special he was. Uh, but I, I understand the business side of it. Uh, but you know he's he's gonna he's gonna show out and um, and he's definitely gonna be a great a great part of that trade with him Zion and Drew Holiday. Uh, a, a little a little big three, but you know at at some point they can be you know they can be you know stars for the future. Um, and I think Ricky Rubio is like I'm saying I'm saying his name and he you know obviously he's not a star or he can emerge or a star, but you gotta think of what he's gonna do for Aiden and uh, Devin Booker this year. And you know they have Devin Booker playing, trying to play point guard, but you also want him to score. Like I, I you know, it's hard for him to do to do both and expect your team to be good. So I think I think if with, with him you're adding you're, you're adding a, a pass first point guard, you're adding somebody who wants to get guys involved. You, you're adding a guy who with pick and roll with Aiden can be dangerous because you saw in 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 the World Cup him and Marcus Gasol was like the best you know the best duo in the game. Like you you see you see him on screen and pull up mid range. But you had you had that you had that threat of p- putting D book off off ball and you had Aiden down low and, and moving out. I think Phoenix finally found their point guard, and um, I'm glad that they didn't take Terry Rozier. I didn't think he was a good fit for them. But you get somebody who knows that I need to get the ball into Devin Booker's hand into Aiden's hands, and I think he's going to impact that team in in a strong way. Um, those two, and then and then like a little dark horse I said that Derrick Rose. Um, I think him going to Detroit with Blake Griffin and 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 Drummond, we all they always miss all they miss is what what was like you know a guard and Reggie Jackson. That's not that's not, I'm not a Reggie Jackson fan. I know I, I know y'all ain't Reggie Jackson. Oh, he's church. Uh, <laughs> 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 but you know, with with at least, at least Dead Rose has become a better shooter now. So it's kind of like man, how do you how do you stop somebody who's still one of the fastest guys in the league? Got a mismatch in Blake Griffin. And you got one of the best, you know, one of the best big men in the game in Drummond. And you, you add a dead Rose who, you know, he, he was he was balling last year. Like he really he really went to work in, in Minnesota and and now that he's there, um, I feel like the Pistons are there's already a playoff team without it. 
without him. So now I think they're going to comfortably, comfortably be in the playoffs. And I think Derrick Rose, who's like what? He's like 29. He's not even th- – is he even 30 yet? I don't I don't think so. He's older than me. So I think he's uh, – I think he's 31. He's either 30, 30. or 31. 30 or 31. So you you talking about somebody who's I mean that's still prime. I mean that's that's you know that's that's still prime age. So he he got a good three four years left of being you know not not being a superstar but can be a can be that middle you know middle all star levelish point guard especially in the East. I mean I see big things from Dead Rose this season. I, I mean and, and you know him alongside Luke Kennard and and even if Red Jackson plays I think they can play together. Uh, because they both, you know, they both pretty long, and, and and Rose, like I said, can shoot now, so they can play together. But I think I think they got something going on in Detroit, and uh, Derrick Rose will be a huge part of it. Yeah, Detroit, they, they can do something crazy, man. It could be a good year for them. Really I, I, I believe be. I believe in Dwayne Casey. That's why I said that. Oh yeah, big facts. Facts, facts. Look, oh, my second person, I, I just remember, uh, Dennis Smith was my. Uh, my second person, I expect him to make a big jump this year for the Knicks, man. Um, I mean, I do I do I feel like the Knicks are a playoff team? No, uh, but I feel like they've got some young talent in place now. Where as long as I feel like he takes a jump forward, Kevin Knox, uh, Mitchell Robinson is going to be key for them, in my opinion, going forward. Um, I feel like if he can break out and you know give them like I'll say thirteen, ten, and two, which I think is very possible with. With his length and athleticism, mm-hmm. very. I feel like if he can give them somewhere around that, Dennis can, you know, step up his stats to a probably about you know twenty and I give him twenty and seven, because he's not your typical pass first point guard, but he but he has good passing ability. So I mean, if I feel like he can give you twenty and seven, if he shoots a respectable maybe about thirty seven percent from three ish, then he'll be all right. Yeah, my big my yeah, my biggest thing with Dennis Smith Jr. coming out was the shooting. And, you know, that that kinda got him out of kinda got him out of Dallas and why Dallas was willing to part ways with him was because once they had Luca, you know, who can, you know, kinda like do it all, you know, it it probably would have made more sense if Dennis Smith Jr. was let's say for example, if he was DeJounte Murray, they probably would keep him because, you know, he can he can defend at elite level. He's six five, six six, he can take on the guards that Luca can't. You know, something like that, and I, I, I feel like he was, he was, he was in like in, in a no man's land, being what six two, six three, and really his his best attribute at the time was athleticism, right? You know, and I think he he, he definitely needed a new start because I think Luca, Luca with all the media and all the things right there would would have drowned him out, and you know they would have started calling him a bust or saying that he didn't live with expectations. But get him out of there, get him into New York. Um, I think what you know was the right move. The only thing, the only thing I, only thing I'm mad about New York was, was, you know, I, I know they had to take him because he's the best player on the board. Uh, R.J. Barrett, like, I, I don't know if, cause I feel like R.J. Barrett to me is more of a point forward than he is a, just a small forward. Like, I feel like he need to have the ball in his hands, and if Dennis Smith Jr., I think he need the ball in his hands as well. But if he can, if, if either one of them or both of them could become shooters, then obviously it, it could be a mute point. But that's the thing I'm looking forward to is how do they use. How do they use RJ and Dennis Smith Jr. together? Um, because I don't want I don't want RJ Barrett to take the ball out of his hands if, if I want if I need Dennis Smith Jr. to have it to be you know to be the most effective because we saw and like I said in Dallas when he didn't have the ball in his hands you know we we forgot him you know kind of quote, quote unquote forgot about him so I I want to see how they use him. 
I agree with you. And I also, it's, it's not just about, in my opinion, it's not just about RJ and Dennis. You got Alonjo Trier, too, who's a ball stopper. He likes the ball in his hands as well. So they've got a lot of stuff. Facts. So they've got a lot that they have to figure out as far as how they're going to do with that offense. You know, um, you know who's going to get touches when, who's going to get touches how. You know, if these guys can be respectable shooters, I think RJ will potentially grow into one. But right now, he's not that good of a shooter. But I think that's normal for certain guys coming out of college. You know what I mean? With, right. You know, with, with his athleticism, with him being able to get to the basket pretty much whenever he wanted in college, you know, well, I wouldn't shoot jumpers either. You know, so <laughs> he, he didn't have any need to. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it, it really just kind of depends on how all that works out. If if they can figure all of that out, then they'll they'll be okay going forward. But they've got some kinks they've got to work out first. Before before we move on, quick question for both of y'all. So you know, you know how we talking about how 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 fun it's gonna be able to watch New Orleans play, you know, this season. Do y'all think it, it'll be equally as fun to watch New York because you got like I said, RJ, you got Trier, Knox, Dennis Smith, you got Julius Randle, Marcus Morris out here th- trying to b- uh, thug people around, uh, Mitchell Robinson. Like, like they they got a, they got a lot of people, you know, at, at least a lot of you know a lot of key pieces that could be on the you know that that can help a championship team if they was on one, you know. Um, what do y'all think about the Knicks and like, as far as like, to watch? I mean, I mean they bring you athleticism. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean I don't I don't really know what to expect from this team, man. I mean honestly, like I said, I mean you have Dennis who's you know known for his dunking, which is cool, but I want to see more. Um, I want to see Kevin Knox take a step forward. Um, Julius Randle, I think Julius Randle is really the the X factor for this team, man. Uh, I I expect big things from Julius, man, uh, and I feel like honestly, I feel like he'll be their leading scorer. I feel like he'll be their best player. Um, oh yeah, and, oh, Richard. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, it starts with him. I think it starts with him, and it's going to trickle down. I think Mitchell Robinson is the next guy. I think Dennis is the next guy that needs to take that jump forward. Um, and then, like I say, you got to fill it. In, you know, you got to kind of fill in the gaps. You know the the Kevin Knoxes, the Lonzo Triers, Bobby Portises. Uh, well, I didn't probably, probably didn't mean to be I forgot about Bobby. Right. I forgot about Bobby. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they, they have so many different pieces that they kind of have to figure out, you know, well, hey, well, what do we do with him? What do we do with him? What do we do with him? Is he going to take a step forward? Is he going to take a step forward? So I think it'll be fun to watch. But I think it's going to start, honestly, I think it's going to start with Julius Randle. If he can get going, then they'll get going. If he can't get going, then it's my, it, it might get really ugly for them this year again. <laughs> It depends what you're watching for, honestly. Like, if you're watching for player development or, like, to see how they look towards the future, they'll be a good team to watch because they have a lot of young pieces. But if you're watching to see, all right, maybe this guy could be a good trade asset for a championship team, they'll be good for that also. But if you're just watching for entertainment, this product won't be it. <laughs> so you know, it depends what you're watching for. Like if you're, if you're a lead pass kind of guy and you want to look at man, I remember seeing that guy on this team and he'll probably help this team something like that. All right, cool. But just for watchability, give me rockets or somebody like that. I'm not watching this. Give me the give me the Pelicans. I'm not watching Knicks. <laughs> I, I agree with him on that. There's no you've yeah. never heard anybody say yeah I want to watch a Knicks game. I, I haven't heard that. I honestly I hey. never I haven't heard that. Spike Lee man. Uh, <laughs> he can run a lap too. Hey, I'm excited about RJ though, man. That's that's my rookie of the year. I think him, uh, mm. Ran- him, Randall, Knox, and Mitchell Robinson. If they keep it together, because they, you know, we have guys on 
rookie deals plus you paid Randall. If you keep that together, that could be something in the future. Maybe a forty-one and forty-one win team at some point, and that's that's good for them considering they only won like seventeen or eighteen yeah, games that's last amazing. year. And they have vet presence too. I, I like having I like having young mixed with uh, vets like Wayne Nellington. You have Morris and uh, Taj and Bobby, so you kind of have some good vets. Uh, they're trying to bring that toughness thing back, so you have some vets mixed with the young guys. Um, an intriguing person on that team will be Neil Keenan. Let's see how he he pans out. Mm, no comment. <laughs> uh, all right, so two teams that can flop. Um, it, 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 might, it might not even be you know uh, a flop per se. It's it's kind of like a I don't know expectation thing, whatever, whatever it is. Um, and the, the two the two teams I got, it, it probably. It probably was crazy because both of them was favorite to go to the finals last year, um, and that's the I'm picking the Warriors and the Celtics. So um, the reason the reason I'm going the Warriors is it's really it's really a few things. When I watch, I know it's a preseason game, but watching it, watching when they played the Lakers, I was just looking just looking at the team and, and just in general, they're going to miss so much out of Iggy and Sean Livingston. It's not going to be crazy, like Iggy Iggy and Livingston. One, one, their size, both of them six seven at least, um, long, uh, can play multiple positions because just because you're long like that, um, they're gonna they're gonna miss that a lot, and it's not like they, they didn't replace it. I mean, they drafted guys like Jacob Evans two years ago. They got a, they they got a couple other pieces, but you know, I'm not really I'm not really too worried about them until uh, until I see it right, um, and then you know having Kevin Durant. Gave you that gave you that star mismatch that pretty much every other team outside of Milwaukee had, you know that that it gonna take a, a village to stop him, you know, or or if you got Kawhi, you can stop him. If you ain't got Kawhi or the whole team, how how, how would you how would you defend, you know, Kevin Durant? Um, I, I think that 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 star mismatch is gone now. Clay gonna miss a lot of time uh, with the ACL injury, and then on, on packed on top of that, I've been saying this for a while. Clay and Draymond are, are capped of where they're going. Like, that's probably – I doubt you're going to see Draymond develop a three. He's been leading long enough. I doubt you're going to see Clay bring a, a playmaking ability uh, that he hasn't, he hasn't done yet or hasn't shown yet. So, they, they kind of they, – they've been, they've been the same – you know, they've been the same players for a while. Um, and, you know, injury, injuries for, for them has been, has been great – you know, has been good for them outside of Kevin Durant and Keelers in the finals. Um but now Clay's being hurt. Draymond, what are you gonna get from him? You're gonna get the same thing you got from every single year. Um and you're gonna you're gonna need Curry and D'Lo to, you know, emerge. You know, D'Lo D'Lo keep keep, keep continue to climb and you need Curry to be the MVP level again. And, you know, those those questions, they probably can do that. Um, but it's gonna take them for, to, to do it, you know, without Clay for a while. And then when they come playoff time, how can they match up with a lot of these teams that is that's in the that's in the West. How can they match up with the Lakers, uh, with, the, with the Clippers? How can they match up with the Nuggets? I, I just don't, you know, obviously they're going to have the guard play on lockdown, but you know, y'all know what I know. It's, it's about defensive rebounding in the league. And uh, when it comes down to it, I mean, Draymond, 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, I mean, how much can he do? I mean, he has a guy, Willie Collinstein, um, and he should be a big factor. Uh, in my opinion, he should take a step. But you know those things that we're wishing for, and not you know we haven't seen it yet. We have to think about the Warriors as being like a like a 
like a flop team, I guess. I mean, based on expectations, I would say I would say no because they're only expected to make. I'm Kelly O'Hara, two-time World Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist, defender for the U.S. Women's National Team, and as of now, your new favorite podcast host. Join me on the Just Women's Sports Podcast as I sit down with some of the biggest names in sports to talk about the untold stories behind their success. Featuring Olympians, MVPs, world champions, and breakout stars, the Just Women's Sports Podcast tells the real story of what it's like to be a professional athlete today. Find Just Women's Sports wherever you get your podcasts. See you there. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The playoffs, like, they always just seem based on the expectations, and they're only expected to make the playoffs, so I think they can get in. Um, Curry's going to have an MVP season. I don't think he was a true all-star last year, but he's a he had an all-star caliber type season. D'Angelo Russell, he's going to be good for him. I think Draymond's going to revert back to what he was before KD came. And then when you just look at the young legs they have, Jordan Poole, um, Carly Stein, like you have guys who are Marquise Chris, he could reach his potential there because he wasn't reaching it, you know, on his other team. So uh, Looney, like they just have so many young legs. I think they're going to be able to at least win enough games to get into the playoffs. Oh, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not saying they won't make the playoffs. I'm talking about they're going to be first-round exit is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, but but to me, that's fine because I look at expectations. Well, like, they're not expected to make the finals this year. They're not expected of, to make the conference finals this year. So. Well, a lot of, you know, a lot of experts and, and, and still Vegas, they, you know, they still have them, you know, have them top five odds. You know, they're, they're up there, obviously, Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Sixers. But after that, you know, people people are still saying the Warriors. That's, and that's just because of what what we've seen in the past. You know, we haven't seen the Russ and Harden together. We haven't seen We haven't seen Utah. We haven't seen the Nuggets, you know, they're, they're still young. So it's like, by default, people are putting the Warriors there. Yeah, just based on, you know, past achievements and, and pedigree. Right. But it, it's not a lifetime achievement award. It's a season-by-season season award, and they should be a playoff team, but they're not making no finals. Like, it'll take so many injuries when they get to the finals. <laughs> it's going to take it's gonna take Jesus for them to get to the finals. <laughs> Kevin Durant walked through that door. And Kawhi, nah, he, Kawhi not either. Facts. Facts. Um, and the, the only one I said was Celtics, and that was just because I think the Al Horford loss is going to hit them harder than they think. Um, they tried, they they brought in Cancer, and I mean Taco Fall. Obviously, he's he's a mismatch being seven seven, but um, you know, Al Horford was able to do all every, he could do everything from a center position was that pass, rebound, shoot, uh, you know, post up, do do it, you know, really do it all. And they they're going to miss that. Um, and also, they've been saying this season that. That Tatum is the one, and I'm and I know you got that, uh, Rashad, you got that as your emerging guy, mm. but I'm like, you put, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting Tatum, I'm not making him my one with Kim Walker on the team. I just, I just, I don't see a team, I don't see a team where they can win when they're, you know, relying on Tatum more than they are Kimba. Um, because one, this, this is a point guard system, we've seen every point guard since Brad Stevens be there, 
be the best player on the team. And that and I don't think that's gonna change this season. And um my, my, my whole my whole thing with the Celtics was it you know, before they got Kimba, you know, was was Jalen Brown or Gordon Hayward ever going to get, you know, where they needed to be? Gordon Hayward can get back to the all star level or Jalen Brown ever going to reach his potential that everybody keeps saying. Um, I'm not a big, I'm not a believer in Jalen Brown. I'm not a big fan of him. Um, you know, I think he's just going to, I mean, as far as what they expected him to be, um, I think he's, you know, just a good starter in the league. Um, but you got to, you got to hope for a lot of things this season. And if, you know, I don't think Tatum should be a number one. Um, I don't think he's going to be a superstar. So I, I, I don't think you can just put him over Kimba and say, you know, say, Tatum, you're the guy. We go, we go to Kimba second because Kimba ain't never had that before ever in his life, uh, where he's not the best player on the court. Um, so, uh, if they think Tatum the one, I just, I just don't see him, see him, see him going far with, with that logic. They just know how like selfish they are, though. I mean, they want to, they want to see Tatum and Brown take leaps, and they want to see how Hayward looks, you know, off his injury and stuff like that. So we know what Kimba can do. He can get his, he can get his buckets. Anytime, any place. So, I think they're smart by trying to let the young guys, you know, take their step forward because you know, if all of us fails, we do have Kimball. And because that Brad Stevens system is tailor made for point guards, like it, like he he getting point guards in MVP consideration, like Isaiah Thomas. I mean, Kyrie Kyrie didn't get them, but (laughs) I mean, it's just tailor made for point guards. Facts. I, 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 what you I got? I'll go ahead and shake the table a little bit, man. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So, based on expectations, I have the Bucks as a potential flop team. I don't see them making the finals. And they may not even make the East final, depending on how the seeding shakes out. Um, everybody's thinking, oh, Giannis may be MVP again, whatever. This roster, I just don't like it enough to – it's the same roster as last year. But I don't think they can go past where they went last year. Granted, Kawhi's going all that kind of stuff, but you kind of brought back the same thing. Is Giannis going to be able to shoot better? Maybe, maybe not. Is Bless going to be able to shoot better? Maybe, maybe not. No, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they they brought in uh, they they still had the Lopez guys and stuff like that. Uh, I think they brought in Kyle Korver, but I just don't see them going past where they went last year. Like, I think they could be out second round because I'll just go ahead and spill it now. I have Sixers and I have uh, Pacers in each final. So, because I just think how the season's going to shake out. Bucks could win a lot of games, but I think Sixers and Pacers will be right there. And just based on how seeding falls, I can see Bucks not getting out of second round. So, based on expectations of being a leading contender for the finals or at least making back into the East finals, I had the Bucks being a pullback candidate. And then the second one, we're going to probably have to talk about this for a second, but <laughs> it's the damn Portland Trailblazers. I love Dane. I think he's a top 10 player in the game. But I don't believe in Terry Stotts. I think last year they peaked. And in my mind, they've only really won one legit playoff series. And that was back in 2013-2014 when Dame hit that uh, shot over Chandler Parsons against Houston. Yep. Yeah. So cold blooded. Yeah. So uh, I'm with you. I'm with you on the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna pull back um, because after that, they lost to the Grizzlies the following season. Uh, I think it was a four-one series. 
they had a good regular season, but they lost in the playoffs pretty much. You know, got got Molly whopped. And then the year after that, they beat the uh, injury-depleted Clippers team who had finals expectations. So I don't consider that a true a true win. And then they had to play, I think it was uh, the Warriors after that next couple of rounds. And, you know, they were getting knocked out pretty pretty fast. And, of course, they got yeah. swept by the Pelicans. So I just think with the, their roster looks similar to the roster they had when they had that 41-41 and 41 season. It's just Dame, CJ, and really nothing else. Because I'm sure nobody here believes in Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> um, De- re- defensively, I believe in Whiteside. <laughs> That's it. I, mean, I like Rodney. Just defensively. Yeah, I like Rodney Hood, and I think Kent Bay's more than a good player. But, like I said, I don't, you got to still work. think about Nurkic coming back. Anthony Simmons, he's getting a lot of high praise. But it's just, I just see too many question marks with the Blazers. I think they can pull back and. And I'll go ahead and spill my other part. This is who I have missing the playoffs for the Kings. Because I have the Lakers replacing the Thunder, and I had the Kings possibly getting a tiebreaker and getting in over, uh, over the Blazers. Now, both of your teams, now this, this, this is the reason why this, I'm just playing devil advocate. Both of your teams are hard to play against in a regular season when you, you, know, you, you know, just how the season goes. And it's not a series. And that's why Portland always loses because it's easy to match up, you know, Dame and CJ on a consistent basis when you're playing them over and over again. When we have to go play Lakers and then next day you got to play the Blazers, they always catch you flipping because it's hard to, it's hard to stop Dame. It's hard to stop CJ, you know. Um, and that's the only reason why Portland always get to the playoffs and they always, you know, be a three or you know, four or three seed because, you know, it's, it's hard to guard them. Uh, and it's hard to it's hard to stop Dame and CJ on, on a consistent basis, you know, as uh, far as this regular season, and they always get there. And the same story always happen because it's, it's only Dame and CJ, you know. And you know, you, you know, I've been I've been pissed off because they go get rid of Aminu and replace him with Nazir Little. Like that's going to help anything. Like I just don't, you know, Portland Trailblazers GM. They, they, I mean, he he's trying, I guess, I, but he's not trying enough. He's not doing he's not doing enough. He did get Baysmore. I think Baysmore is going to be solid because oh yeah he can he can he can him and Rodney Hood they got to shoot the ball and they need other guys to make plays besides Dame and CJ because that's the whole reason why they couldn't do anything because nobody else can do anything but them two um, you know and then to your to your Bucks point I think I I think the Bucks are just going to be the like like just like regular season because you got NB always going to be banged up in and out of lineups which is probably why they went out Horford for that reason uh, but. I feel like I feel like I feel like the Bucks gonna get the one seed and and I'm high on the Sixers and the Pacers. I think they're gonna be two and three. Now, that's just my prediction. You know, I'm I'm saying they're two and threes, which means Bucks get to Bucks get to avoid both of them to the you know conference finals. So in that it, 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 if that's the instance, if that's the instance, uh, the instance, do you think there's like another East team East team that you can see beating the Bucks, or you think you think it's only Pacers and Sixers that can beat them in a series? Like, it just depends how it shakes out. Like if the, if the Celtics come together, see that this year the Celtics won't have a lot of expectations. So if they come together and they may make a trade because the Celtics need a trade. Like the roster is good, they need a they need a trade for some size. Yeah, the big man. Yeah, yeah they, big they, man. they need some size. So without without size, I can't say Celtics will beat the Bucks. Like they need some size because guards just won't it, it won't beat the Bucks. But I, yeah. I I just think Sixers and Pacers can do it. Um, 
Like I, I think Sixers would probably be the one seed because even if you rest MB, you still have Horford, and they'll be able to let Tobias slide back into the fourth spot, and you still have Ben Simmons. So that and that's better than most teams. But then, but then, but then, but then who else you got outside those four? But, but outside of uh, and Richardson. But, but one, but got? one thing about regular season though, like. NBA regular season is just a war of attrition. Whoever can outlast everybody else, you know, back-to-backs, four and five nights, all that kind of stuff, if you have enough talent to just win games, you can be up there. So I think Sixers can be the one seed. Right. And then, like I said, with it being regular season, war of attrition, Celtics could get the one seed because they have so many young guys. Like, with enough young guys, you can get the one seed. Yeah, but see, that's and that's the reason why I think the Bucks would get it because there's three guys in this league that does not take a night off. Russ? Harden and Giannis, they come at you 100% every single time, and you talking about war attrition. That's 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 what they tell them made for. You know what I mean? So, you know that's why I would expect the Bucks to be the one and avoid your paces, avoid the paces and Sixers. You know to get there. Now, if you are saying the Celtics can be the fourth team, is is what I'm getting to is like, is is there another team capable? You know of beating the Bucks? You know in, in a series outside of those two. If if the Bucks was able to avoid them, you know, because like I say, it all it all matters about matchups and stuff like that. So if they can avoid them, if they can avoid them, you know, you know, they, they probably they probably can walk to the conference finals probably if they if they avoid those two teams. No, I mean the, the Bucks out on Giannis now. We know what Bledsoe is. I don't see Bucks getting a one seed. Long if Bucks get two or three seed, they'll be out second round. I don't I don't think anybody, I, I don't think anybody can still top Giannis. If it ain't if it ain't Kawhi, if it ain't number two with Braves, you know, <laughs> I ain't I ain't too worried about it. Uh, DJ, who you got? So as far as my teams that I feel like will flop, I think the Seventy Sixers, man. To be honest with you. Um, honestly, I think losing Jimmy Butler was a lot bigger than people realize, man. Um, he was only there for you know a short amount of time. I get that. But in my opinion, they're not even in that series against Toronto without Jimmy Butler. There's no way in hell it goes seven games without Jimmy Butler. Just the uh, the attitude that he brings, the the spark that he brings, just the intensity that he brings. I, I feel like I feel like they like that without him. Don't get me wrong; they have talent. I mean, Joel Embiid is arguably the best big man in the game when, he, when he's healthy. Um, ben Simmons is Ben Simmons. Um, I mean, picking up Al Horford was huge for them. Um, but like I said, still, um, you have you lose out on a guy like Jimmy Butler, man. I just feel like that's gonna that's gonna affect them more than people realize. I mean, you look for Josh Richardson to to hopefully you know kind of fill the void there and and to help come in and knock in shot, knock down shots and. And really, you know, take that next step forward as a player. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, I feel like losing him hurt them. I feel like it's gonna hurt them next year. Unless Ben Simmons come out shooting like Steph Curry, I just don't see it, bro. <laughs> um, and then my second team, man. Um, hmm. As far as taking, really taking a nosedive. Honestly, I mean, I, I agree with Rashad on it, man. Portland. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, Dame is good. CJ's good. But who else is going to take that step, you know, that next step forward to really help him, man? Nazir um, Gudu's a rookie, and he does, there's nothing that he does well, in my opinion. Mm-mm. Nope. So he's not, he's not going to help. Uh, Anthony Simons, 
the uh, the second year guy from from, from IMG, you know, the post grad. Um, I think he's going to be pretty good going forward. But with that being said, if he does emerge, what happens with CJ? Exactly. Dumb. It's, it's a it's a it's a dumb. It, when, when they drafted him and Gary Trent, I was like, "What are they doing? Dra- <laughs> why would you draft two right. backup to do what? Like, yeah, yeah, that's." So mm. it's going to be some questions that need to be figured out with that, especially if it's, if Simons emerges to the type of player that I think he'll emerge to, because um, I think he'll be a CJ type when he emerges. Um, I mean, CJ's great. I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to be just like CJ, but if he if he can do if he can turn into I can't. I'm not going to say if he turns into a, like a Bradley Bill type player because Bradley Bill's great. So I'm not going to go there. But if he can be somewhat of what CJ is. Plus some defense, then like I said, CJ might be either CJ's getting traded, Dan's getting traded, somebody's getting traded. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean they got Nurkic, but they lost Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard was big for them last year. Um, I mean they lost Aminu, they got Nazir Little, like you said. That's that that's terrible. So what you're saying is they really, really ain't doing anything. They just replaced what they lost. No, right. They, 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 they didn't get no better, right? Right. They got worse in my opinion. They picked up white. Yeah. They picked up white side, but. <laughs> what is what is white side? Let's be honest. When he got paid, he stopped hooping. Right. <laughs> yeah, like I can't even say Portland made lateral moves because they either you you can consider it lateral or you can consider it downgraded. It depends on how you look at it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my team's man. I mm, Port, I don't Portland might not make the playoffs for real. Well, I know one guy. I've been saying it for for uh, this is the second year now. They do they do one move they make, they make it in the playoffs and they might can go past the first round. Mike can do some damage, and they go, they better go, they need to go get Kevin Love, man. I don't know what it takes. Like they need a front court star, and that's the. I mean, Nurkic was a, ri- a ri- you know rising up, but he's not a scorer. He's a he can, he can pass the ball, rebound, you know, play defense. That's that's his role. I I, I don't want to throw him into a. I need twenty points from you as well, because that's not what he's gonna do. You go get Whiteside, but that's not. We're not asking him to score. That's not his role. And my whole thing about them was front court scoring, front court scoring, or or get somebody on the wing at the three spot like a mellow, you know, to help them out, which they could still do right now. But if you go get a Kevin Love, a front court star at any point, get somebody who can get twenty and ten. I mean, with White Side behind, you know, to cover up Kevin Love, Kevin Love's defense, uh, you got something. And in the West, when you have to. You know, play, like imagine if they get matched up with the Clippers. Like, how are they gonna win a game? If I'm just gonna stick Paul George on Dame and I put Kawhi on City McCullum, now what? Now what you gonna do? You ain't gotta do that. nothing. You just stick Pat Bell on one of them. The other person right. gonna be oh, out yeah, there exactly. eating. <laughs> right, exactly. It's, 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 it's like either way, there's nothing you can do. But you have Kevin Love out there. Now you got now you got something you can now you got something to work with. Or you know, uh, I, I mean, obviously Melo might be past his prime, but you know, throw Melo in the in the third score role, for example. You know, you got you got you got other things and. Matches going to take a take a you know, take offense, and that's why they couldn't beat the Warriors. Because if they if the play and Curry outdo Damon CJ, that's it. There's nothing else. Like you lost already. So that's that's one reason why Portland like they've been they've been so naive to the whole situation. And like I, I thought about I talk about this when they drafted Nazir Little. Why did you draft Little? I mean, when Kevin Johnson was on the board. Like you could have got, I mean, obviously he probably like, like another base more, but I mean, get somebody who, who put the ball in the hoop, man. I just, you know, other than your two guys, and I'm not a Lindsay a little fan. I, did, I wasn't wasn't surprised. I mean, in North Carolina, he came off the bench because 
Roar really didn't know what to do with him. Like he got him a top what wasn't little like a top five prospect or something out of high school. Um, uh, he, he was ranked pretty high. He yeah, was so, ranked high, but I don't know if he was top five. Because I I, me- I remember like when they first started the season, they were saying Zion R J, Zion R J, uh, uh, little like that was the top three picks in the draft for you know for the next coming season. Right. And I'm and so, so when I see that, I'm looking at okay, well let, let's see it. I didn't see it. I, I mean, I think one game he had, we had like ten and ten. I was like, okay, well, maybe, but he's like a he's like six six playing powerful. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I definitely don't want him now. Yeah, like you know? his still is <laughs> it's like a Draymond Green, right? And he he, he probably won't play deep. Well, I mean, I ain't gonna say he can't play defense because he's a big guy. You know, he's pretty big for be six six. But you know, it just it just. I mean, Amina, I mean, I mean, I mean, was big enough for that. I mean, he was he shoot threes, you know, so he bore better than little can. So I, I mean, I don't know. Portland, Portland definitely is is definitely a team to watch out for as far as the flop, uh, because at, at least the other guys, the other teams were saying we're saying they're making the playoffs. We're just saying they ain't going as far as we think, you know. But we saying Portland might not make the playoffs at all, which you know I, I'm, I'm right there with y'all. Um, but I just think that Dame and CJ are just too good that they always gonna get to the playoffs and they just losing losing first round anyway. So it's just gonna be like kind of like uh, the Bengals in football when they, when they was good, they just make playoffs and lose. Every time, or whoever it is, just always make it and just lose first round. It don't matter. Clippers comes up, come to mind when it when it happens. Like, and Portland gonna be the same way this this year too. So, ah, damn, Dame, it's my boy. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, him and Kawhi, are my, my two favorite players. But it's just, I mean, that's just how I see it. I think they're gonna they're gonna pull back because their expectation is conference finals or NBA finals just based on what they did last year. So they're thinking they can continue that. And with it being a duo league, they're hoping like, all right, well, we can match up with anybody else, and they won't probably run into the Warriors because Clay's out. But I mean, I just can't see them making a playoffs. Or if they do make it, they won't get out the first round. No, I don't think. I don't think there's no matchup that because like play I think Rock- the Jazz would kill them. The Jazz? Yeah, I think the Jazz could kill them mm. because Mitchell and Conley. That that's that's a backcourt matchup that evens out, and then you start looking at. Gobert's gonna protect the paint, and uh, they signed my guy from the Pacers last year. Like they're gonna be Utah has some talent over there, man. I see what you're saying. I, that one, that won't be even. I, I think that'll be. I think Jazz will win the series probably, but that's because they got a better coach than Chris Snyder. But that that would be a good series. I think that's probably the only matchup that they could actually like. They could actually compete in because I don't see them compete with the Lakers, Clippers. Because the matchups and then they can't be the right. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Is because of the same issue with the Warriors, their guards are not better than those two combined. Like Jay Harden, the best the best player on the court. I mean, the best player out of those four, and then CJ the worst out of those four. So I don't I don't think they're going to win that. So those three for sure. And Utah, Utah is the only one that you can. Utah, 
Who else? Who, who else in the West can make playoffs? Uh, Man, I think it's five locks: the Lakers, Clippers, Rockets, Jazz, and Nuggets. I think they're all a lock. And I have yeah. any like the last three spots. I put Spurs, Warriors, and Kings, but I I can see Blazers. You know, if you want to throw Blazers, I can see Pelicans. Uh, I I hear the the Dallas Mavs bandwagon starting to gear up a little bit, but I don't believe in the Mavs this year. Maybe next year. Hell no, they stink. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, chill, but my boy Luca, man. That's my boy. Luca, um, nice, man, but you know how that go. Yeah, they they, they gas him a little bit right now, but I still expect like twenty five points per game from him. Like, well, yeah, well, I expect Dallas to be a, you know, they should be on the cuffs. I, I, you know, I expect them to. Okay, maybe we just too young and we fall at the end of the season or something like that. But, but yeah, like the Blazers, they they would need to, to like, like you know, like do what do they always do? Over exceed expectations. Be a three seed and somehow get like for example they have to they have to get the Spurs or the Kings to even try to compete you know what I'm saying because they you know at, at least they have a you know they have a star I mean I, I mean Dane, uh, Dane would be the best player in the Spurs series but Pop is the best coach like he I'll coach Terry Stotts run circles around him and it's like it's still gonna be a mismatch somewhere like because Terry Stotts is not the guy I don't think he's a good coach I think Dane and CJ are, is saving that man's job so you know I didn't mean to bash on the Blazers too much but damn. <laughs> um, if we talking about so if we stay with the playoffs, uh, yeah, final four. So we pretty much allude to Rashad's final four. Well, at least at least in the East, where you got you, you got Sixers and Pacers. Uh, who, who you guys the West teams? Uh, I believe in wings, win your rings, and based on how I think how the season could fall, I see the Clippers can make it uh, for the West Finals, and then I have their opponent being the big three. James, Russ, Bill Russell, the Rockets, <laughs> Sixers versus Pacers, Clippers versus Houston Rockets, the big three, James, Harden, Bill Russell, a.k.a. Clint hey. hey, you got to check. <laughs> check the analytics, people. Clint Capella is Bill Russell. Bill Russell is Clint Capella. This all, dude said, all due respect oh, to the legend, man. man. When you said big three, I was like, damn, who got a big three in the West? I'm sitting there thinking, you said, Jay, I said, what? LeBron and David and who? What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, you got you to gotta, you gotta be stopped. You got to be stopped. Man, um, the, big th- <laughs> the big three, man. And now I have no, finals I get- Clippers versus Sixers, and I think Clippers will take the title. All right. That's funny. Um, DJ, who you got, man? This man wild over here. He really is wild. <laughs> Um, for me, mm, that's tough, man. That's tough. Mm. I don't even know, bro. Like that's that's a tough one for me. Because it's so wide open this year, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know so I I really don't know. Mm, I do. So. Who you got making the playoffs in the West? Oh, well, I know the East okay. is probably pretty, the East is probably so, pretty much easy. To the, the teams, the teams I have making the playoffs in the West, I have. All right, so I got the Lakers, the Clippers, the mm, the Nuggets, the Rockets, um, the Spurs, the Warriors, and. Mm, See that like I, I guess gotta, I go, get, gotta get gotta get two more in there, man. I, I'll go to Jazz and ooh, 
Yeah, the last fight up for grabs, definitely. Did I say Rockets? Definitely. Yeah, you, yeah, said rockets. Rockets. Yeah, said you said Rockets. Yeah, you said Rockets. See, it gets kind of weird for that last spot. It could be the Kings. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so you didn't say Blazers either. That's why I'm like, man, but I don't think, yeah. Blazers, I, <laughs> man. I don't think Blazers are locked, man. I, I don't. I really don't. So that, that eighth spot, it could be it could be anybody. But for the two teams, um, the two finals, Western Conference Finals or Eastern Conference Finals, the two Western Conference Finals teams, I'll go – realistically, I'll go Lakers, Clippers. Um it could be Lakers Rockets. It could be Clippers Rockets. Um, could could it be a combination of a lot of teams? Could be Nuggets. I mean, you know, we we just don't know. Um, Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I'm not a believer. I already told you guys I'm not a believer in this team, but 76ers could be an option. Um, Boston could be an option. I feel like if they can click on all cylinders. I think it could be the Pacers. I, honestly, I think it'll be the Pacers and the 76ers. That's that's my that's my that's my bet on that. I don't I, I don't believe in the 76ers, but talent wise, the 76ers and the Pacers. Okay, well I'm going I mean the only team that gotten better in the East was the Pacers. Um This is true. As far as far as a as far as a you know contender contender aspect, because um, I I mean the Nets are the same going to be the same team. I think they maybe win four or five more games than they did with without D'Lo with with Kyrie. I believe the Pistons would be better with D Rose, but AC last year so at best a six seed or something like that. So losing to you know, losing to the first round because they're playing the big three in the East. Um, the Sixers, the Sixers downfall. Is is the, is the exact same, uh, and so is the Bucks' downfall. Is the exact same. So, uh, six Sixers lack the depth. They got five players. I'm not worried about anybody else. Then the six the six best players, Mike Scott. Not oh, oh God, not worried. Um, and the Bucks, like like you said, we pointed to Bledsoe. Bledsoe not a shooter. Um, he probably he probably will never develop that. That's too late. Giannis is still emerging, so he, he can still develop a shot, but. I he he did pull a you know, World Cup. He showed a little bit, but it's not going to be consistent enough to where it scares beating defense. But but like I said, it's, it's going to be hard to stop a team with Giannis because you're going to need your whole team, or you need one guy who can stop him. And and most teams don't have that guy. Um, they can still shoot around the Middleton, Kyle Korver, a sniper, uh, Wesley Matthews is, is, was a, was a great pickup. Um, you know, so they, so they can still shoot the ball. They can still rebound, still defend, but. When it comes down to it, you lost Brogdon, and Bledsoe is the guy that's going to control the point guard position. And what happened to him in the playoffs can still be the downfall for them. So um, everything leads to say that the Pacers need to make it for just because by default. Um, but I'm going to go Bucks and Sixers uh, in that. And then, um, and like you said, DJ, it could be a combination of four teams, Lakers, Clippers, Rockets, Nuggets, I think. They will be the top four seeds, but I don't think it's going to be what people think. I think it's going to be Rockets and Nuggets as the one and two. Um, I think they will be the one and two just because of how of how how you play. Russ and Harden don't take games off. Uh, it's hard to play in Denver. Um, Kawhi's still on load management. You got to account for Davis missing a couple games um, just just because you know he got he already got hurt in preseason with his thumb. So you know it's, it's already you know it's already going to happen. And outside of Kuz, Kuzma still banged up right now, foot injury. So Kuzma Davis go down, then it's LeBron and his next best player is what I mean Dwight Howard, Danny Green. So um, I feel like that, that that will cost them some wins, and 
you know, with Clippers being low management and outside of Paul George and Lou Will, I'm not worried about anybody else scoring the basketball because uh, Pat Bev, you know, he's going to he's gonna defend you, but he's going to put up four points a game. So, you know, I ain't worried about that. So, um, but ultimately, I think Lakers and Clippers still make it out uh, because it's hard to play them in, in the series. Uh, but then I guess for the championship, man, it can go either way because L.A. and Clippers don't have no home court advantage or anything like that. Um, so just because I'm a fan of the Lakers, I'm going to go Lakers because I think LeBron and, AD and Davis is better than Kawhi and, and George together. So that's my reason for that one. And uh, Bucks and Sixers, if they play against each other, I don't know. I don't know, like, what would be the reason why either one of them teams would win. Um, you know, both coaches are, have been have been able to be out coached before. Um, but if I'm going to go best player, I'm going to go Giannis. Um, but you all know I love Ben Simmons. I'm a Ben Simmons believer. Um, so if he, if he if he get a jump shot, I'm going Ben Simmons. I'm going Sixers. But if he doesn't, then I'll take the Bucks. That's my that'll be my reasoning for that. So uh, we pretty much got the same the same really few teams making it cl- close to the end. So uh, is, is there anything anybody want to add? Like who do we even think makes the playoffs in the East? Because like after like I, with the top four teams, it's kind of wide open. I mean, I, I, I think I think I think I think seven teams are automatically in. Honestly. Yeah, we probably I, we probably I, got the same then. Celtics, Sixers, Bucks, Pacers, Toronto, Nets, Chris Chris Brown featuring Gunner, the Heat, and the Bulls. Hey, you funny boy. <laughs> hey, I, I think I think the Bulls could get in, man. But I'm, I'm gonna go at Pistons though with Drummond and Blake. Um, get in one. Hey, Bulls got some talent, man. Like Markinen and uh, Carter, well, Zach Levine. Them. I think I think no. Bulls could be close to the eight seed. Mm. Okay, so okay, so I mean, all right, well, like they won't, they won't make it. Like I'm rolling with Kev on like Pistons getting in, but um, I think, think Bulls could be close. Then the Pistons are an eight seed. In the no, I, think, mm-hmm. I think Pistons are a seven, or 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 or, or one of the seven to make it like automatically. I I think it's only I think to be honest, it's only two spots that like oh, say, over grabs, yeah, over grabs, and there's, there's an eight spot in the in the West and eight spot in the East. Hey. I think. I think everybody else is pretty much in there. The Hawks, the Hawks making the playoffs. Watch. No, I ain't. I'm not. I ain't buying <laughs> bro, that. Bro, I already I took him off the list, bro. I, already, I ain't buying it. Bro. I ain't buying it, DJ. I'm selling oh, that shit. Bro. I'm selling it. I'm selling it. <laughs> hey, 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 bro. Me, me and Kev had like a two-hour conversation when I'm like, bro, Hawks coming. Hey, with Hawks all, but, on the way. But then, man, with all the, the Georgia sports, man, <laughs> <laughs> see, seeing all that. I love Trey. I like John Collins. I think Cam could be rookie of the year conversation. I like her. I like everything about the Hawks, man. They're building. They're building the right way too. But they're building the right but, way. But I'm I'm, think, I'm yeah. a hold. I'm a hold back and let it happen next year, man. Like I had them on the list. I had as my ride or die teams. I had Kings, Pacers, and Hawks. But after seeing everything, I scratched the hell out of the Hawks. Get that. <laughs> <laughs> I scratched them off. I said, yeah. get that. Me, 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 and Rashad definitely had that debate about who's better between the Bulls and the Hawks. Probably, probably got to put like a little ten dollar, fifteen dollar bet on the sum because I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely more, more on the Bulls side if I had to choose between the two. Um, but I, but like I said, that the ACL for grabs, and if we, if we gonna go with the best player, I, I don't see how how Jim Butler doesn't make the playoffs. It's, it seems like it seems like everywhere he goes, he's in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. Like he. He makes a team better that that probably shouldn't have been better. Tim Woods ain't been ain't been nothing since he left. Yep. Uh, the Sixers, if the Sixers, like you said, DJ, if they do flop, it's because it's gonna be because they don't have no go-to guy to to, to win the game like they had Jim Butler. Um, the Bull, the Bulls, I mean, they had to fu- fully rebuild because <laughs> Jim Butler left. So yep. I mean, he he is hard to deal with, but when he leaves, man, you miss him too. So it's 
you know, if I had to bet on somebody, I would probably put the Heat because you know my, my boy from Kentucky, you know Tyler Harrow, putting on the show. Oh God, you know what I'm saying? Go. My boy, my that's that's the real rookie of the year contender right there. He's not gonna beat Zion and, and oh, Brandon boy. and stuff, but. He 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 gonna be first team all rookie, you know. So hey, Rashad, well, a big leap can't, fam too. What's up, bro? He can't hide his fandom. You noticed that? Look at that. <laughs> he can't hide that fandom. Hey, hey, man. Hey, I already told I already told you what's gonna happen with the Spurs. My boy Kevin Johnson there. He gonna take Lonnie Walker's spot, and then yeah. then, then, then Tyler Hero first first rookie. First team all rookie man, and then yeah. Peter Washington. Peter Washington gonna dominate Charlotte because why? Because nobody, huh? nobody else there. It's by oh, default. Bro, he's like six six. Like, where he gonna dominate? PJ Washington. <laughs> PJ Washington gonna have ten and ten. A domination, boy. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, you, hey, you, you wild, man. For real. Nah. Hey, we talk. <laughs> but nah, hey, man. for real, if we keeping it hot, I want to see the Spurs cash in some of them young assets and go get like Carl Anthony Towns or something, man. Like they gotta do something game changing. Okay. Now whoa, I would, I would, whoa. I would allow that because my boy Cat died, died. You know, my brother. You know, like, I they got to cash in, so. man. Mm, I think I, mean, I think I they're building the right way, man. I really do. I I trust I, I trust what they're trying to do. Like I, 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 I do too, but like let's go get a proven asset. Like you only can ride White, Forbes, Walker, Keldon. Like you you basically got just a a developmental league going on. Like because Spurs always build good players, but the the Wolves dying up there, man. Just go ahead and cash in, and maybe they can push Wiggins out or sell well, Towns was, off. I was mad, I was mad that the, the Timberwolves didn't get D'Lo because that would have that would have helped them out. But you know, but now that he not, I want Cat to go to somewhere. I mean, it's it, it his fault because all he could have left. Like all just yeah, getting yeah. older, and they're gonna probably sign the Rosen to a year or two extension. I want to see the Spurs just go ahead and cash in, man. Go ahead and get a young guy. Go ahead and cash in, man. The Rosen going back to Toronto, man. Say what? He going back to Toronto. Man. He about to leave. Man, the way they, leave. They, the way they shipped him out, man, I wouldn't have took my ass back. <laughs> no, he, he he ain't going back because by the time he, he get ready back. to go back, Kyle Lowry gonna be that guy traded within the retire anyway. Kyle Kyle Lowry and the Rose are gonna play up. They gonna be on the same team again somewhere. Somewhere, and, and it's not gonna be in Toronto, but somewhere. Maybe LA. Oh, no, nah, I'm joking. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm joking. But um, nah, for real though, I mean, if let's 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 say hypothetically, the Spurs were to try to get use some of those assets. To get Carl Anthony Towns, who are they giving up? Because shit, you got to give up. You got to give me shit. You got to give me. I, I well, won't worry. The, the money has to match. See what I mean? I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not giving up. Bro. I wouldn't give up Murray. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't do it. I mean, you like, got all the guards. I mean, you don't really. I mean, you don't really need Murray. Who? If, no. if you if you if you if you, was, if you was a trade to get Cat. You don't need Murray, so who? Man, so who gonna, hey, so who gonna bro, take over that point bro, guard spot? If I can get Cat, y'all can have Murray. I got White and some other people. Oh. We can we, we can get some other guards. They're like the Spurs. They oh, they get guards. Man. DJ man. DJ, you have Keldon Johnson. You don't need nobody else. Hey, you wild. Like bro, I, I like <laughs> I, I like Murray, man. Like Murray gonna be good, but he he ain't worth keeping over trying to get somebody like Cat. All right, that's that's fair, man. But I'd rather you say Derek White for real. But the money gonna have to match, so like they can pay Murray and swap the money out. So like you gotta look at like the money side too. I mean, cat cat probably might be too unrealistic for the Spurs to get. Uh, I, don't I know mean, because like who, I, who, I, I, I don't think of Patty Mills, Rudy Gay, plus a young piece of work. Like you oh, have no, sir. And, and then stuff like the the draft <laughs> picks won't ever work because we always Spurs, we always lower the draft. Well, so. which which Patty Mills, which Patty am I getting? Am I getting 
Patty from Australia, I'm gonna get him one from the Spurs. Because if I get the one from Australia, you can have Cat. Because that's that's a superstar right there. Facts. You seen him in the World Cup. You seen him. Facts. He was <laughs> that boy putting up thirty a night. He was hooping. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, I guess I guess realistically, I mean, it's not that many guys up for trade. I mean, only people that's that's been rumored are what besides Love and Bradley Beal. I mean, it's not really it's not really too much guys to go get now. If you was to get Bradley Beal, now that's something. He, that's he, what, no. He's not getting traded. Ain't no way he getting traded, bro. Well, well, okay. Tell, tell me this. Tell me this. Because you know, I'm I really be tired of players, especially in the NBA, when you got player mobility, you can just leave. Why would he stay in Washington? Like, like what? I mean, but but obviously money. That's the only reason why. Like, there's there's no other reason. There's no other reason why you stay in boys because you're not gonna win anything, and he's gonna have the same stigma that most of these guys have. Where, or he or better be always gonna be forgotten about because he don't win nothing. So. If it's money, if money is your only motive, I mean, you know, that's I can, I guess that makes sense, I guess. But if it ain't that, why am I resigning in Washington? Because nobody else can go get him. Facts. Like, like they, who, who realistically can go get him? I mean, all you gotta do is say you want to trade, and you gonna get traded. Paul George, uh, Davis. I mean, the the list goes on, and I mean, I don't see, I don't see why you just can't. I mean, just just tell them you 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 don't want to come back. They gonna trade you. They're not nah, gonna keep you. Nah, he he want the money, and plus nobody else can go get him. Like there, there's man, there, there's no other team that can go get him. Man, I would I would be unfair. I wouldn't sign back. I'd be a free agent. That's fine. But still, nobody can go get him. <laughs> they what all you mean? they all they all building. Most of the teams are already capped out for the next. No, I'm talking I'm talking about coming no coming this coming this next season in the off season. Wait, people gonna have money. That's that's not everybody's not gonna be capped up. No, everybody, have everybody's planning for 2021. Like, outside of, like, Toronto for this upcoming offseason, like, 2020. And I, and I can go right to Toronto with me and my boy Siakam. No, nah, he That's, way, that's nah, better dude. than Washington. Nah. It's better than Washington. Nah, no, nah, by the time you look at all the, on, tax, the, the, the tax stuff and, like, cost of living. I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried about but, that. But that, that's part of being an NBA player. You got to win. You got to win basketball games. Man, if I don't make two hundred million dollars, I I stay well the hell out. I, I can stay. I'll man, stay. I I'll stay in mid okay, for well, two hundred million. Okay, if he signed there, if he signed there, I don't hear nothing about he want to leave. Like, don't because you had because just like cat, yeah, you, you had the opportunity to leave. Like, so Dev Booker, you had the opportunity to leave. So I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear you. Want you mad because because you're losing. That that's on you. There's no franchise tag in, in the NBA. Right. That's all I'm saying. So if if you wanna, cause like. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like the way Paul George handled his business. I don't, I don't like the way he did that. I mean, I do because you could, you could, he could have let me go to the Clippers, and the Clippers obviously <laughs> didn't, didn't need, didn't need Paul George made the playoffs without him. So you would, he could have walked right over there. They could have been, you know, they could have been, they could have been a second round, probably, you know, and by the West Coast Finals if they could have played the cards right. Yeah, so, but to say, know. but to say they don't need him is, I don't agree well, with well, that. Well, I, they I'm, need I'm saying, I'm, well, I'm saying like. I'm talking about like to get the playoffs. They didn't need him, so if they had him, they would have been they would have been a, a contender. Especially, especially if, if the Blazers and the Nuggets could get there. I mean, I don't see why the Clippers, who play defense with Lou Will and Paul George, and Paul George had an MVP type of season. I don't see why you know you, you get you get what I'm saying. Like I don't I just don't understand why you sign back if you want to leave. You know you want to leave right the next year. I just you know when you had the opportunity to leave, it just it it is mind boggling. Man, it's, just, it, it's, it's just like anything else. In a year, a lot of stuff can change. Man, you should already see the future. You should be like, man, I don't feel like I don't want to play with Thomas Bryant 
and uh, Rod, uh, what's Hichimura, Hachimura, whatever his name is. Let me let me go let me go ahead and bounce. You know, but that's, no, like, that's like, just like, like Paul was looking at. All right, we almost going to play with Russ versus go play with Clippers, who Harold them hadn't emerged yet like that. So like you should you stay in OKC until we see what happens. Like the domino effect, the KD injury, Kawhi getting traded, Kawhi winning the title. Like it's just a lot of changing the year in sports, man. Right. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, well, that's all the time we got, man. We kind of went kind of long, but it's all good. MVP um, gonna be LeBron James. MVP LeBron James. Ah, man, MVP I'm... gonna be Derek White. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with Giannis because everybody else got a duo. So I'm gonna stick with Giannis because he's got he's the only person they got. I mean, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna stick with Giannis. I'm going Kawhi. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh Prince Care, Prince Will Rashad, man. I appreciate you, DJ, for joining us, man. No doubt, bro. I appreciate y'all having me, man. Yay, yay. Yes, All sir. Right, we out. As different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Still paying hundreds of dollars for prescription glasses? Let's change that. At Zenni.com, our factory direct model means no middlemen or outrageous markups. Just the same quality frames and lens options as the other guys for one-tenth the price. Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit Zenni.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever.